Welcome to the Blue Barbies podcast. Welcome to the Blue Barbies podcast. Hi guys, it's me, Tori, and we're back again for another episode of the Blues Barbie. It's season three! <laughs> um, hi guys, I'm really happy to have you guys. Um, obviously, like I said, season three, like what? <laughs> and we're back again for a new season, new energy, new everything. Everything's going to be bigger, better, crazier. So, I'm really excited, to be honest, and you guys should be really excited, too. Um, I'm really grateful for all of you guys. I could see from my analytics that a lot of you guys started listening more towards the end of last season, so I hope that you guys are still rocking with me, even though I was quiet for the whole summer. I know, I was busy, I was working, I was praying, I was sleeping, but I'm back. And I'm better, and I'm here to stay, okay? So, <laughs> today, we're just going to do some Premier League predictions. And, because um, obviously the new season is starting, so I thought that it would be a good place to start. So, obviously, today I'm not alone. You guys know I love getting people's opinions. So, I'm here with United Brentford superfan, Toby! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's me. I'm back. <laughs> back again. It's my second time on this. I'm excited. Uh, I'm so happy that you're here, Toby. Like, we've only actually done one episode together. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, but... Yeah. Fun fact, it's my most listened to episode. So, clearly, you guys like us. I'm the superstar. We all know that. <laughs> true, true, true. So, you ready to do some predictions? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's get into it then. So, I think we should start with the relegation battle. I think that's a good start. So, who do you think is getting sent back to the championship? <laughs> um, I feel like at least two of them are quite easy to start mm. with. Bournemouth are definitely going down. I think they come last for sure. They have a relegation quality side, championship quality side, if I say so myself. Mm-hmm. And like during the window, they've not really added anyone special. Some I championship agree. players. They got Rothwell from Blackburn, good, decent, but not primarily quality in my opinion. Mm. They got Tavernier from Middlesbrough, so again, just not really any quality really added. So I just think, yeah, that for sure coming last. Fair enough. I have actually, I also have them put down as last as well. Like, just for the same reasons that you said, you know, when you come to Prem, you need that player or players that will actually be able to keep you up. And when I look at their squad, I just don't see that. I have some decent players. I like Solanke. They have this youngster, Anthony, on the left wing. He's decent, but I just don't see where the goals are coming from. Mm. Obviously, the defense is a bit shite, if you ask me. Yeah. So. Okay. I guess we're in agreement on that one. So, who's 19th? I have Fulham 19th. Same for them again. They, they Some decent signings. Leno's good. Good goalkeeper, I guess. Solomon from Shakhtar, decent too. But then overall, like, you just need that Fulham at your club and they will always go back down. Yeah. I always, as a Brentford fan, I definitely hate Fulham a lot. <laughs> so, obviously, they're going to be like... These are These are Fulham down. <laughs> um, funnily enough, you guys are not going to like who I have in 19th. I'm not going to lie. I have... No other than Southampton in 19th. You know? I really think Southampton are going to struggle this year. Yeah, exactly. They're going to struggle a lot. They, they have they have some good centre-backs, but overall, the quality of the team is low. They didn't get a new, they didn't get a new striker. 
they lost Broha obviously because it was on loan. I just didn't see where the goals are coming from, and obviously, you know, we know that they can't keep clean sheets. Exactly, and I won't lie, Hassan Huto, he's not giving me the vibes. Yeah, I mean, he's a, I think he's a good coach, but what he's trying to implement at Southampton, it's not really, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, working. Working. It's not, I don't think he keeps them up this year. Mm. I think they struggle a lot. Yeah, I think he needs higher quality players for what he's trying to implement. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. like he, he does. If he was on a bigger team, like I, I'd see his vision come to life better. But Southampton, you know. Yeah, they had this new director of recruitment from City. So really focusing on buying a lot of youngsters. I'm just like, you want to stay up in the Premier League. You need some. Yeah, yeah. That, youngsters are quality, yes, but they're not ready. Mm. They're not ready yet, and yeah, I don't see them staying up. So where, so where did you put Southampton then? I had them at 18th. Oh, so okay. I think, they, I think they go down too. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So then, who's your 18th? I mean, who's... My 19th. Yeah. No, I've said my, yeah, yeah, I've said yeah. my last three. My bottom oh, three okay, is Bournemouth, Fulham, and Southampton. Oh, okay. That, oh, that's actually really convenient because my bottom three is the same as well. My 18th is Fulham. And for exactly the same reasons that you gave um 19th to Fulham, like... They're not giving me the vibes. Same thing. They just don't have the quality to stay up, in my opinion. I think Nottingham Forest will do well, but, like, not that well. They'll do what's okay. I, what I like about Forest is I don't really like the squad. Most of the t- team that, that brought them up have left. A lot, a lot of them are alone. They lost Spence. They lost Garner. Mm. I mean, they kept Brendan Johnson, which is good for them. He's probably their best player. Yeah. But they lost a lot of quality because a lot of them are on loan, but... I really like Steve Cooper, and I think that they have a good chance of staying up just having him in the, in the, on the yeah, bench. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In very close proximity for me is Everton. I think they're going to struggle massively this season. Mm. I feel that they'll be severely undercoached with Lampard. I mean, like, he's a, he was a good player, but as a coach, I'm not seeing his quality at all. The only thing, the only thing to me keeping Everton up is Goodison Park. I feel like it is no matter who Everton have on the pitch, it just it just makes teams just go there and struggle. Yeah. Just loud. You feel the scouts atmosphere. You know, it's difficult. <laughs> so, yeah, Everton are interchangeable for me with Everton and Southampton. So, one, one of them will go down. And mm, interesting. I mean, also, you're not going to like this. I have the bees very close to that area as well. I mean, you guys did amazing last season. And actually, I predicted you guys to stay up last season. Yeah. But... And I do think you guys will stay up again this season. I'm not saying that you guys will go down, but I do think you will struggle more than you did last well, season. I, 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 I definitely agree with that. It's going to be a tough season. And we lost Ericsson, obviously. Ericsson, I won't say he kept us up last season, but if you look at the advanced stats of when he came and before we had him, yeah, we just had a much more fluent and fluid attack. So we will struggle more. I have, I have Brentford at 14th. And that's just because a lot of teams below Brentford, I feel like they have oh, serious, yes, serious... Yeah chronic problems like I have just below Brentford I have Leicester who are about to lose probably they lost Michael already they managed another star player either or Madison or Fofana which would be very bad for them and they still haven't signed anyone this window so yeah so I have Bournemouth for them Everton Southampton Forest Leicester okay so they're all interchangeable for you yeah okay alright um you know I pretty much have the exact same um, teams just like in a slightly different order so i think that's cool um hmm. let's get to the gc part top four top four <laughs> top four it's, it, it's, a, it's a tough one because i i can make a lot of 
arguments for each team I have in my top four to actually compete for the title. But right now, I'm leaning towards Liverpool winning it. Just because I feel like City have lost a bit of that juice. And especially because they might still end up losing Bernardo. I don't like what Pep has done with selling on all his actual, actual fast, direct wingers. But, you know, mm. We all know Pep has always been obsessed with control. Mm. I feel like this obsession is going to cost him this season. So I have Liverpool winning the league, but City second, obviously. I have Arsenal third, which is a big shout by me. But I just feel like last season, I watched Arsenal a lot. And I saw Atata's vision. I feel like all he needed was the players. And I feel like adding Zinchenko, adding Jesus, you've added winners to your team. They're going to be a very good team to watch. And I feel like they have a good chance of even competing for the title, depending on how good San Rapo end up being this season. I have Chelsea as fourth. I do think Chelsea, from what I've heard today, with the signings they might make, they might end up competing for the title with, like they might, they could end up as well, as good as second, just because I feel like they might end up making some amazing signings. Already, already adding Sterling and Koulibaly is amazing, but if you end up with Kukurela, I heard the rumours about Frankie, De Jong, so for Fana too. So I have high hopes for Chelsea, so definitely in my top four. Spurs just miss out. And obviously United... Just not good enough. Just not good enough. I'm, I'm a very objective. I'm a very objective United fan. I feel like yeah, just not good enough. Signing's not good enough. Um, signing's not good enough. Um, board very inept. The only the only saving grace we might have now is Ten Hag, but we'll see how that goes. I feel like yes, because having him just in that bench means that we have one of those top class managers where like yeah. you need if you want to compete for titles, but. Mm. Sadly, all the other top five teams have this kind of managers. So, yeah, United will struggle this season against against the top clubs especially. Hmm. I mean, I have the same four people in the top four, but a different order, okay? I do think Liverpool will win the league for the exact same reason that you said, to be honest. I think City are going to have a howler, at least by their own standards. And I think that it's going to be a case of they don't know what they have till it's gone. So, yeah. So, I do think that they're going to struggle a bit. And for me, mm, Liverpool losing out on Mane is not going to be pretty. But, you know, I feel like they've been slowly preparing for, for this. this to happen. Yeah. I agree with you. And although I'm going to hate on Nunez on Twitter, I'm going to make fun of him. I feel like the amount of chances... Liverpool creates because of yeah. just because of his movements in particular is like they they never had they not they've never had a number nine like this and I feel like Klopp has been looking at this for a long time. The fact that they spent eighty million on him, Liverpool have yeah. always been very good in recruitment. And the fact that they saw that he was worth eighteen million or they feel like he's worth eighteen million means that there's something maybe all of us are not seeing that Klopp has seen and he knows he knows what's going to do to with him and how he's going to use him. Yeah. So yeah, I think Liverpool won the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, for exactly what you said, but I think second place is going to be the Blues, CFC, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. (laughs) 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 Firstly, I mean, I predicted us to win the league last season just because for the vibes, you know, like, why would I not predict Chelsea to win the league? So I'm predicting a second so that this time we'll actually win the league. (laughs) (laughs) That is literally my logic. No other reason. I mean, obviously, I honestly think that a lot of people are underestimating Chelsea this season. Yes, we lost 
Rudiger and Chris and maybe even some others. But in all honesty, the only person that I think is actually a big miss out of everybody that is going to leave is Rudy. And we've replaced him with Koulibaly, who is better. So... Factual. Yeah, so for me, like, I don't I don't know. I feel like, okay, if we... We have Sterling, who is going to fit our team perfectly, essentially. Yeah, I agree with that. And then we now have Koulibaly, and we it's looking like we're going to get Kukurella, Fofana, and even apparently FDJ, which is crazy to me. I don't know how that's happening, but <laughs> yeah. And more importantly, we are getting rid of guy, you guys. Werner is leaving our club. Like I like I feel like <laughs> I feel like I love Timo. Timo, if you're listening to this, I love you. But we both know you can't stay in the UK. You need to go back home. He's just not good at football and I called it like there was so much space for him to run into when it was in Bundesliga. It wasn't every almost every single almost every goal he scored in Bundesliga was a one on one. Like yeah. that, that just does not happen that often in Premier League. And he shouldn't that he just doesn't have the tech. Yeah. The, he's just fast and that's facts. He can't shoot. He can't yeah. even shoot. Timo, he can't shoot. Baby. He can't pass. He can't dribble. Like he's just not good enough. You just have to go home. We sent Lukaku home, so we're sending you home too. <laughs> and I'm just happy the outgoings are, are literally. I'm excited about the outgoings as much as I am the incomings. So, I feel like everything is going to balance itself out in a good way. So, yeah. I have City third. Just because, like I said, I feel like they're going to have a shocker. Like, it's just, that's going to be the big, like, theme of the season, in my opinion. Just why my gut yeah, feeling I just, is I, I just feel like they're not as good as a team as they were last season. Yeah. Although they added Haaland, yes. He's going to score bags of goals, in my opinion. He was still, like... He's going to score bags of goals, but just not having not having direct wingers in the Premier, I I just don't see how it's going to work. Yeah. Like, I love Grish, I love Foden, I love Mares, but they all they all more technical players than you know that kind direct, of pace and aggression. Yeah, and I, I guess I, I guess I see the point Pepe trying to make with like obviously you've had a number nine that is in behind, kind of making runs in behind. So you want more wingers that could feed him those passes. I I, I see it, but. There'll be games where that in behind is not going to always be there. And you know the funny part is that happened to them quite a lot this season. That that in behind just wasn't there, and they had to just essentially choke out the opposition, and that was how they got their goals. But I mean, it will obviously the same things will still happen. Like they'll still score a they'll bunch, still of, a bunch goals. of goals. They'll still, they'll still concede not that many goals. But I just feel like the two teams I have over them, or the team, the you t- have team I have over them, Liverpool, yeah. is just overall a more balanced and stronger team yeah but we'll see it's gonna be tough it's gonna be very tight top three will be tight yeah and fourth unfortunately i have the arsenal um honestly it pains me to say this but i've always really liked what Arteta was doing over there and i think it's finally going to pay off this year so i'll just leave it at that Hopefully, I'm wrong. This is one of the ones that I'm, I pray that I'm wrong. I hope yeah. they flop. Everybody hates Arsenal. Rest in peace. I hate Arsenal so much. <laughs> and I actually really, I think Spurs are going to be a bit of a dark horse in a sense. Like, I think they'll be good. But I don't, you know, you know when you add a bunch, of, I feel like too many cooks boil the broth. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Like, I feel like that's what's going to happen with Spurs. And also, Conte is not the easiest man. Yeah, and I feel like if, if things don't start off great, it could get very toxic. Very yeah, it could get, exactly. It could get really ugly. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to know who 
is your overachiever and your underachiever? So this season, my overachiever is going to be Newcastle. Mm. I think they finished in the top eight. My prediction for them right now is seventh, but I feel like it will be toss up between them and West Ham. I said that because obviously that now the richest team in the world and they've ma- they made some good signings already. Let's see if they get end up getting Madison, which they have obviously big interest in, which would be a very very good signing for them. They like they like that creativity yeah. in the midfield, in my opinion. And him having him, Bruno G, Joe Linton, going to be crazy to watch. So yeah, that my Chiva right now. Manda Chiva is big. I feel like Leicester are going to struggle, like I said, struggle seriously. And they're definitely in my bottom six right now. So let's see how it goes for them. Obviously, the fact that they haven't signed anyone in August is, I don't even know the words to use, it's terrible, horrible. It's only because, and the fact that they have not really sold, sold guys to, they had so many guys who are just not good enough for where they want to be. Guys like Perez, Sumare, mm. Albrighton. I think they've let Lukman go now, but they just have so many players that, that they need to offload and they didn't offload. So they have a bloated squad with not that much quality. Mm. And that's a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. Yeah. So let's see how it goes, but I think they're going to struggle. Funnily enough, Toby, we are in agreement that I have the same overachiever Newcastle. I have Newcastle in eighth, just because I think Cough Cough Man United will be seven. <laughs> And I do. He's like you're literally looking at me like. <laughs> no, I agree. I genuinely think there's no chance we finish higher than sixth this season. Six is like my ceiling for us. We could easily finish eighth if we don't add any more players. Obviously, the Frankie rumors has gone on for so long that every my fan is literally scarred of hearing the word Frankie. So I don't want to hear the name anymore. Honestly, whatever happens, I feel like we're going to struggle this season. It's going to be tough. But I do like what Ten Hag is doing. I feel like the border lets him down massively yeah i definitely agree i do think that you guys will play better i just feel like everyone i have ahead of you right now is just like really really good they have they're like in further in their development process and in their projects and everything like that so yeah so like i said overachiever definitely newcastle and underachiever leicester exactly the same reasons that you said they just they're losing quality they and they're not adding anybody. They haven't signed anyone this They've season. They've not signed a single player. They've lost their captain now, Schmeichel. Madison might go for Fana might go. It just doesn't look good for them at all, if you ask me. And, you know, all I've been see- I'm really excited to see if Madison and or Fofana go. I really want to see how Brendan Rodgers copes. Because everybody talks about him like he's the best manager in Perm. Yeah. But how is he going to do without any quality I, I, I of feel like, team? I do feel like he was unlucky last season. The fact that they still finished eighth is very crazy. I'm really surprised they still finished they eighth. Had, they had like seven or eight players, starting 11 players out for at least two, three months. They had Madison injured, DD injured. They had that At the point, they had no centre-backs at the point. They had Pereira injured, Castagne injured. So I do feel like we're a bit too harsh on Brendan Rodgers sometimes. Last, especially last season. Last season was tough for him and the club. But I do feel like losing all these players that they might lose this season is going to be very, very bad for them. Very bad. So, let's see how it goes. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, so, let's get to the fun stuff. So, quick fire. Who's your top scorer? I'm going to go with Salah. He's on pens. Liverpool score bags of goals. I just see them. I just see him. Like, everyone always gets on Salah's back because we just don't like him. But... He's efficient and he does what he does. He's going to score 20, 25 goals easy. Yeah. I have HK. Kane? 
of course. It's Kane. always, I it's think always, it's going to be always Kane. Kane. It's always Kane. He's always around, in and around there. I do like the Kane shouts, but I just see Liverpool scoring more goals than Spurs in general. And then that would in turn just give Salah the more, more opportunities to score more goals than Kane. Okay. Next up, top assists. I actually have Salah. Um, I have Trent. Yeah. Cough, cough. You, you guys, I think Reese is going to have more assists than Trent this season. Mic drop. <laughs> no chance in my opinion. I just feel like, yeah. At, at um, Chelsea, obviously, Mount shares set-piece duties with Reese. So, I don't know how that would work. But, in my opinion, Trent is just more of a, an open play assist danger than Driss James. I think. We don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go with Trent as my top assist uh, for sure. Okay, fair enough. Golden Glove, Golden Glove, Allison. I'm really, I'm, I'm really high on Liverpool. I don't know why, but Allison, yeah, the defense is just gonna be the best this season, and that would in turn give him the most clean sheets. I like, obviously, City has a shout too, and Chelsea. If they end up playing five, five at the back this year, or three at the back, whatever they want to call it, um, yeah, Mendy's a good shout too, but one of those three, in my opinion. It's Edward Mendy, obviously. There's no other answer. A bit biased if you ask me. <laughs> Um, first sack. First sack. I have Hasanuto down. I feel like they're gonna have a very, they have a very tough beginning of the season, and I feel like it could get very bad very quickly for, especially because they don't have, they don't really have the experience that they once had. Now they only have maybe Ward Price and Romeo as any experience in the team. It's a very young team. I feel like their heads could drop very quickly. So yeah, that's my opinion. Um, my first sack. Chelsea fans, please don't come for me. And I'm sorry for what I'm about to say. But I can't lie. It's time for Super Frankie. Like, I honestly, I wasn't... I never liked this him, his Everton move. Like, him going to Everton in the first place. It's a, a very difficult environment for anyone. And I do, just don't see it working out. Especially because I think that they're going to have issues this season. And they might not stay up. They might not... They might be in the bottom again they might not stay up and everything so it's not looking great for frankie i won't lie but i hope i'm wrong i really hope i'm wrong but yeah um which player do you think is gonna have a breakout season i'm very very high on olise at palace i feel olise. like olise like, that's what they call him in prem i know it's olise but you know how the premier league uh, <laughs> got to just say his name they don't know how to pronounce nigerian names but that's that's not that's not that's that doesn't really matter Olise, I just feel like, yeah, in that Palace team, they're going to score a lot of goals this season. Him and Zaha, if Odise if becomes a starter this season, because I feel like last season, they were still starting IU a lot on the right wing. If Odise finally gets more minutes, more starts, I feel like he's just such a danger. It's just gonna, this is going to be his season to finally really show what he's about. Mm. My breakout season is Bria. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I like the shout but just because he, he's never going to be a starter or at least this season I, I agree but I feel like if he plays enough games guys will start like looking at him as like a very good striker in Prem but obviously I couldn't just say Bura because I know guys would be like oh what the fuck are you talking about yeah whatever and I also think Odegaard would have a really good season yeah I really like him he's now the captain so obviously a short starts yeah. Probably start every game that is available for. Yeah, I like I like I like that opinion. Odegaard, yeah, I love him. I love him. See, I knew you guys would be more happy about Odegaard than Bria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
um yeah i think that's everything um i will release a full top 20 on my twitter if you guys want to see that maybe i will convince toby to also send me his list so that i can release release yeah, his as well if you, if you ask nicely i'll do that <laughs> but yeah um thank you guys so much for listening um we don't want to keep it too long we don't want to keep it a bit short not too long so that you guys can have it and just listen to it while you're you know watching Chilling. a movie yeah <laughs> but yeah um hope you guys liked this thank you so much for coming to thank you guys yeah i love coming on this every time it's just good to talk about football because at yeah. least tori is someone that you know our conversation flows so yeah, yeah good gang gang <laughs> <laughs> anyways thank you guys for listening and i hope i see you guys in the next episode don't forget to follow my twitter at the police bobby shout out please bobby <laughs> bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of the booze barbie for more don't forget to follow on twitter see you next week